When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on! Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Are you talking about the screaming eagle of success? Uh, it is pretty loud in my headphones, too, sometimes. You don't love America, Audrey? I knew you were going with that. Why do you hate the troops? Dave and Mahoney. I don't even know if I know, because, you know, I'm a communist. I don't know if <laughs> I know what an eagle sounds like. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us today. Got some good news and some bad news. To kick things off today, what would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Some bad news. We are all going to go extinct. I mean, scientists and tech industry leaders, including high-level executives at Microsoft and Google, issued a new warning about the perils of AI and what it poses to humankind. They're saying that mitigating the risk of extinction from AI should be a global priority alongside other societal scale risks, such as pandemics and nuclear war. Hey, man, but we we got chat GPT to write some stuff we don't want to write. We all know the Terminator 2 Judgment Day and the Matrix are right around the corner. Mahoney, don't you feel like, though, that this is definitely just like the new buzz, the, yes. new, the new thing to talk about, the new thing to make everybody worried about? It's not real AI. It, yeah. No, and it's, it's not, not... It's not sentient. Also, there are robots that and computers... That have helped us vastly over the, I mean, hello, look at the, the vaccines that we've created. I mean, the way that you can just like take a little robot arm and take an appendix out. Like, like there, there are really good things that come from AI and robotics. Like, this is not a negative. Why is it so freaky to everyone? People are stupid. That's well, why. Audrey. Because people don't understand it. I mean, and, and to be fair, there are like a lot of these leaders from the tech industry that are saying, yes, we should absolutely make sure it does not. Because spin out they control. want to be the ones who are the arbiters of what goes through and they want to be the ones who make the money. That's what it all comes down to. More than a thousand right. researchers mm-hmm. and technologists have signed a much longer letter earlier this year calling for a six month pause on AI development, saying it poses a profound risk to society and humanity. I mean, I I think that you're right, Mahoney, that people are overreacting, but at the same time, we've seen what technology in just the form of like Facebook and social networking, the damage that that has done to our societies and the See, way that, that people interact. Personal account- accountability needs to be had, though. I feel like whenever we're talking about the way that people react to, you know, uh, catfishing or, you know, uh, AI generated like photos, we're all buying those for eight bucks where we want to see our face look in cartoon form. You no, know, like- no, I mean, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, but accountability is important, but it's also the same reason why we don't go, okay, accountability is what's going to keep us safe, but everyone gets a bazooka. No, you know? but accountability from a standpoint, which is is a lot to ask, but also from a corporate side. Like, there's there's <laughs> accountability to be had all around the table. Yeah. It's just that some are only biting off more or less than others. I don't know. I don't. I think the the uh, you know the the tales of our demise are gro- grossly overestimated. What we are calling AI is not AI in it, in its truest form. And you know what? If we're gonna die, you know what? AI is not gonna take us out. You know what? Will time. Time and or, you know, a crazy Russian dictator who's 
slowly losing his grasp on the world and has access to, you know, the second largest arsenal of nuclear weapons on the planet. That may that's that 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 scares me slightly more. Some good news today as well. Uh, Audrey, I know that you're somebody who has suffered from migraines in the past. Oh, I have one right now, actually. Do you really? Yeah, I've had one for like three days. I get cluster migraines. How fun is that? Yeah. Yeah, three days. Okay. Uh, they're saying that a ketamine nasal spray may be effective in treating chronic migraines. Unless you're according allergic. To a new study. Are, Are you, you allergic, allergic to, allergic to ketamine? ketamine? Yeah, dude. <laughs> to ketamine? Oh, man. So How do you know like you're what, allergic to ketamine? So it's the, uh, mm-hmm. no, so it's the, the, the nasal sprays in general have something within them that I am allergic to and it gives me mouth sores. Like literal, what? like because it like it like makes me have like blisters you on the inside out? of my yeah. Oh man, man that's rough. Well, so yeah, you're just dude. gonna have to do ketamine the old fashioned way. I'll just take some K, that special K. <laughs> oh, they're saying you'll overall, worry about nothing. Yeah. We, don't, uh, we have no worries. In the study say they use the nasal spray six times over an average of ten months or ten days a month. Uh, nearly half say the the spray was very effective, while almost forty percent said it was somewhat effective. Well, so good. I'm that's, glad. Uh, yeah, that's like ninety percent of the people saying that they had positive results from this. So if you're a migraine sufferer, uh, hopefully help us on the way. That's awesome good i mean there's nothing worse than having to literally you said the most perfect word it's suffering there's nothing worse than that so glad you're getting some relief dave and mahoney you're listening to the dave and mahoney show so we've seen the clips that have been floating around on espn and all over the internet this week of the annual cooper's hill cheese rolling race in Uh england if you're not familiar um it's a wheel of cheese that looks like the sort of wheel you'd see on like a wooden wheel on a wooden go-kart type of thing. That's about the size of it, just to kind yeah, of give like you like a Yeah, like an old-school wheel of cheese. Yeah. Um, and uh, they roll the cheese down the hill, and the whole idea is to go chase after the cheese. Cheese chasing. And then y- whoever crosses the finish line first with the cheese But down a hill running is already tough enough. Like, I mean, in, whenever you add sport to it, like intentionally running down a hill, people just faceplant all the time. Oh, and I mean, like, people are taking out other people. Like, somebody falls in front of you. There's no way to avoid them. Yes. You're just going down, oh, too. Oh, I mean, you're rolling down the hill. That's probably, <laughs> yeah. the, we've, we've learned that's the fastest way to get down because it's a steep hill. Everybody's got to deal with an ankle sprain after that, right? No one comes out unscathed. No, like, it's kind of like running with the bulls. Like, if you don't get kind of <laughs> messed up, everyone's like, did you really run with did the bulls? Really- did you really chase the cheese? <laughs> did you really chase the cheese? And I know that, Mahoney, you and I, uh, you know, the idea of doing something like this is not in the cards for us. I mean, right 15 now. years ago, we would have been all that's, about that's this. That's what I mean. We would have been, been drunk and rolling down, chasing all the cheese. I, I do. I can see myself doing this. Yes. Yeah. Like now I just see concussions and broken bones. But let me let me tell you this much: uh, concussions and broken bones don't necessarily mean failure. So Delaney Irving, 19 years old, she actually traveled from Canada all the way over to the UK in order to take part in the cheese chase. She said, I remember running, and then I hurt my head, and I woke up in the medical tent. It feels so good. It just kind of hit me despite the injuries. I think it's worth it. And at first, you're like, hang on a second. So this 19-year-old girl travels from Canada to the U.K. to compete in the cheese chase, but she falls, and she hits her head. How is this a good story? The good story is that she won. She rolled across the finish line unconscious. Oh, my God. And didn't know that she had won. And she wakes up realizing that she had won the entire thing, and she gets, there you go, in color, guys. She gets the, the cheese? Wheel of cheese. So, yeah. but you don't get any money attached to it? I thought they were going to be like, they discovered a lesion on her brain, and they mm-hmm. saved her life. No, they, she just she's woke just up. She's got and medical they get, bills now. Yeah. 
and no money prize what, to like help with the medical bills? What's amazing is that that picture, she still looks like she's in a fairly she's, significant amount yeah, of pain. Yeah, that's like she? when a fighter has been knocked out in UFC and then they pick him up and have him talk to Rogan for whatever reason. Yeah. And that you know they're clearly out on their feet. She is out on her feet. Or whenever like Joe Rogan is just kneeling down and they're still on the mat. Yeah, like when Connor <laughs> broke his leg and he's just like interviewing. But yeah, no, she's standing there and everyone around her appears to be very excited for her. Uh, but uh, this 19-year-old winning the uh, the cheese chase. And look, I mean, I think at 19 years old, decent time to get a concussion. Sure. You know, if you're, if you're going to take a, a concussion anytime. If you're going to take a lump to the head at 19 years old, like, you still got some time to battle back. And also, uh, you're in the prime of your cheese chase. I mean, maybe she can re... re, re would it be not re-cheat? Re-cheese? Re-cheat. Uh, uh, I don't re- even know re- what you're trying to say. Re-cheat, but I was going to try to, you know. But then re-cheat. it goes to re-cheat, and then it sounds like she's yeah. just a hussy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that didn't work, Mahoney, but maybe next time. Next time. That joke was cheesy. Thank you. Oh, Dave. (laughs) I made it worse, didn't I? (sighs) Dave Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. If you had a chance to beat up anyone you'd like, who would it be? Here's the thing, though. Uh, they still have to be alive, and it, it has to take place in a Applebee's parking lot. <laughs> Message deleted. First off, I like the stipulation it has to be in an Applebee's parking lot. Um, as long as there can be cameras present, the celebrity that I would choose to beat up without question is Floyd Mayweather. Just because of the monetary windfall that comes with that. And he's a terrible person. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yeah. He's, he's the beat- sort of piece in the, the the sort of person that beat up his uh, baby, baby mama, mama in front of their kids. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, but and- he also threatened you. He did threaten me. He threatened to uh, to wire my jaw shut one time, which and I, I was like, like that you hold some resentment for that. Uh, well, a little bit, yeah. Understandably, by the yeah, way, yeah, because <laughs> uh, it was not provoked in any way, shape, or form. A friend of mine just asked to take a picture with him because he looks like Canelo. My friend does, um, and uh, then Floyd Mayweather went on this huge tirade about how he doesn't play kid games and how he's going to wire everyone's jaw shut, including mine. I was like, go ahead. Dude, why does your will- beard? Why does your beard, Floyd, look like pubes? Damn. You went there. If you haven't seen his Damn. beard in a long time, man. Bad, bad, he's he's growing it. He's growing it. You got the worst beard implant ever. For real. Like, get your money back, man. Uh, any celebrities that you guys would choose to beat up, or you just want to tag in on the Floyd beating? Uh, I mean, I would say tag in because, like, he does hit women. So, like, it would be, like, easy fight for him. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I, I don't think I you, would You off fight. the top ropes with a, with a metal chair? No, man. I don't, I like I'm not that. a fighter. I'm uh, not good at fighting. Please leave a if you could create a dream music festival lineup, who would be the headliners and why? Message deleted. So the thing with music festivals is they they have gotten to be such a collaboration of weird artists. Like I don't need. I'm like okay. So like Lizzo and Guns N' Roses are playing on this music fest. Like what is happening? See, I want a music festival full of artists when they were in their drug era. Like I want them in their. You want Steven Tyler were, doing a hundred pounds of cocaine a week? Yeah. Yes, man. Like I mean, I know that sounds so horrible, and I'm so glad that they're on their sober journey, and I'm glad that they've like grew up. But a lot of these artists, one of my favorite bands, Kings of Leon, Only by the Night album. We've talked about this a ton of times. The lead singer was drunk and had, is an alcoholic. And whenever he got sober, the music got worse. I mean, that's generally how it goes, right? And that's just right? generally how yeah. art, art so, is. So, yeah. I've got a, a more wanna, messed up you I are. I want a drunk. The better you are. Coked at music festival. Can we, I, I, I've got another uh, take on this. Can we just do away with music festivals? I don't want to spend literally 
all day for like an entire weekend. Standing in a field? No. Yeah. I want to see, I want to go sit at an arena or a, or a theater and have nice cushioned seats, air conditioned. Ooh, air conditioned. But are you yeah. access, demo for access that? to indoor plumbing mm. and uh, a bar within arm's reach and see one band Mahoney. that I paid to see I'm with you. and I'm have no openers, no openers, nobody else. No, no, no encores. On, no encores. You're on right no, at that play, time. Play, play the last hit at the end of the show and then just leave. And That's we it. are <laughs> and we are home by 9 p.m. Dave Ooh, and boy, Mahoney, are hot. you guys in the demo for a festival? No, you're talking, they're trying to make like everybody, like doesn't matter what genre of music you are. Like there's a, they're they're making festivals for literally everybody at yeah. this point. So, but I'm okay. But I'm, I'm over it. question. No, like my my wife wants to go to a festival right now. She's hustling me on it, and I'm like, there's very few. I can think of like a handful of festivals that I'm interested in, and this is one that I actually am interested in, and I'm still dragging my feet. Which one is it? Life is beautiful. Oh well, okay, yeah, but I mean, they have VIP access and and I seats. know. I just again. What's better than that? One VIP access and indoor uh, air conditioning. The and, one band you want to see. The one band I want to see. Yep. Yeah. Please <laughs> leave a message after the tone. You know what really chops my hide is when you're in the left lane, the turn lane in the middle of the road, four, five lane of middle turn lane, and you're turning left, and the person is not courtesy enough or courteous enough. Bit, even though I got the room and you can't get into like the driveway or the road or the you know the alley that you're going into and they're just oblivious that really chops my hide so chop your hide Message you can't deleted. you should not be driving okay so I'm glad you're thinking about driving and not actually driving Stop. Uh, secondly I don't know if that chaps my hide because I have no idea what you just asked I think what he's saying is if you're trying to make a left turn and uh -huh. there's like a dedicated left turn lane yeah in but the it kind of like creates into that lane and there's cars that are backed up far enough that you can't get into it and then you miss your light because of that yes that does chap my hide if that's what you were asking sure chapped hide over here as well Thank you for asking. Even though we don't know if that's exactly what I'm not asking. sure at all. No. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. So, Audrey, I guess I'm I'm here to ask you as a friend, do you know no limits? Do you know no bounds? What is happening with you and your sweet little dog, Elmo? I get why you're enamored with her. She is the sweetest, cutest little thing, even though she kept you up all night last night. She did. You said, like, every terror. hour? She's in straight-up, like, goblin mode right now, where... Every night, whenever it hits 10 o'clock, she just goes in full-blown, like... That's like the noise She's a she gremlin? Are you, are you feeding? Are you giving her water, or are you feeding her after midnight? She turns straight She's up into a gremlin, goblin, ghoul, like this... Things from the depths of hell come out of that little girl at 10 o'clock every single night. And it's hilarious because she's so tiny. She's the size of a hamster, man. And her teeth are so sharp. But... I've tried to elevate the cuteness a tad by adding a touch of dramatics to our daily life, Dave. A touch of dramatics? That's, yeah, I mean, I would, I would say that you're uh, you're all in, which, again, is great because you, you love this little doggy and uh, the dog offers you a lot of joy as well. But tell everyone what you decided to purchase recently for well, your new... I'm sharing a video with a class. Oh my God. Um, I got my dog a pair of Converse. So, <laughs> they are the outside booties because it's really hot. And she's got obviously, little teeny, tiny one of the paws. Things, yeah. 
One of the things that you should know as a doggy parent, if you don't put, if you can't put your foot down on asphalt or on any type of concrete and it burns your feet, your dog's feet are going to burn too. Yeah. So I got her little doggy booty shoes, but they look like Converse. You need to post that to our Instagram. The right little now. for our Instagram that was turning into a dog page. <laughs> no, nobody's liking photos of us. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get it where we can. So the little dog booties. There's a very practical purpose for that. That makes a lot of sense to me because you want to make sure that her little feet don't get burned. Yes. Because they they do say that like like you said, if you can't put your hand on the pavement or the asphalt for ten full seconds without hurting, that it's going to hurt your dog's so, little paws and that can cause permanent damage. But that's not the only purchase that you've made, young lady. Oh, gosh. What did I do? What do you mean? What Didn't did I get? Did you also get a stroller? No, I want one. Oh. I'm at, I'm at, <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I messaged you guys kind of thinking that this might have been a little tutu drama. So I did end up getting the Converse. I did end up getting her a little uh, tie-dye hoodie as well to match with the Converse oh, shoes. Yeah. And then as, as I was making my way downtown past the strollers, I was like, you know what? That could really save my it would just make it life a lot easier you don't want to wanna, be able you to know carrying around. around a puppy no even though she only weighs a couple pounds could be stressful on your back she and is, so this is you're doing this for your lumbar she's not really liking the pouch anymore i have a little puppy pouch and she's not liking it as oh much. so that's what i was gonna say like why would you possibly need a stroller because you've got this little she's a pocket puppy at this point she's, she's that one size. pound so you can put her in this little pouch and it fits her fine and so like a stroller to me seemed really extra but if she what do you mean she's not liking the puppy She's pouch? wiggling. Like, I mean, she's tolerating it in some to some degree, but, I mean, she's kind of trying to escape from it now because whenever I first got her, we've only been together for the last, like, two weeks, really, two, two and a half weeks. And um, whenever I first got her, she was still full-blown puppy, like, had the puppy vision, couldn't really see too far. You know you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the general right things now. that infants are as well, but in puppy form. So she was just kind of sleeping all day, hanging out, and now her personality, she's getting energy. She's getting that puppy energy that she'll probably have for the next year year and a half yeah two years maybe even so i'm like okay if she's wiggling and just trying to kind of like get around i put her in the stroller and kind of took her around in this which is so funny that i'm even becoming this person but i took her around the pet store and i was wheeling around i was like wow she's doing really good in this stroller she's not trying to escape it just feels like she's getting a little bit more room to like lay versus being in like a joey pouch a kangaroo pouch and i'm trying to validate this purchase so much my boyfriend was kind of on board with it but they're kind of the cost of like a human being stroller they're not cheap strollers are not cheap uh and i will say uh just from an outside perspective that's super extra is it yeah. nah man get yeah. that i saw an old dude pushing around a bulldog in my neighborhood while i was out walking and i'm like that guy's living his best like, life if it's an old dude pushing an old dog i get it that's functional uh, that's like, you know, somebody using a rascal when they go to Walmart. It makes sense if it's designed for you. If you're like, you have all the energy in the world because you're a brand new puppy. Yeah, but you and might- Audrey's in great shape. Like, there's no functional use to it. It's there's just a functional use to look cute as hell, Dave. You just wouldn't understand. 833-YO-DUMMY, tell me if I'm being drama, but I feel like I could validate a $200 stroller for a dog. Start a GoFundMe. A GoFundMe. No, No, I'm just kidding. Don't GoFundMe for this. Leave a message and let uh, Audrey know, 833-YO-DUMMY, should she get the stroller for her dog or not? This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Time to play Tipsy. Dave and Mahoney. Chris is joining us today for a round of Tips Your Toddler. Chris, have you spent any time around very drunk people or little kids as of late? Um, more of uh, drunk people. More drunk people, Especially okay. Last weekend. Yeah. 
The holiday weekend will get you some time. So we're going to read you some things that were said, and you're trying to figure out if they were said by a very drunk person or a little kid, because if you spend any time around toddlers like I do, they act like little drunk people all of the time. So, Mahoney, you and I are going to take the first one. You ready? Let's go, Dave. Okay, here we go. What are you drinking, Linda? Limeade. Already? It's 9 o'clock. Well, I didn't have anything to swallow. Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? Hmm, that's a tough one. Uh, probably a uh, drunk person. Tipsy it is. Well done. And you know, I think the uh, the clue there was that there's no toddlers named Linda. Yeah, that's why. We- yeah. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody Everybody naming their kid Linda. Linda. <laughs> Nobody's naming Linda anymore. Here we go. What are you drinking, Linda? Limeade. Already? It's 9 o'clock. Well, I didn't have anything to swallow. That's a good reason to drink limeade. All right. I mean, limeade when you're drunk. Or cherry limeade. I love a limeade. Ooh. A little Sonic From limeade. Sonic, yeah, that crushed ice. <laughs> All right, Chris, you're on the board with one. Mahoney, Audrey, take it away at number two when you're ready. Number two. What would like, sir? Um, <laughs> I would like. Um, would you like um a Guinness? Did you say Guinness? Yes. Ooh, tough one. Is that tipsy or toddler, Chris? Uh, I'll say tipsy. I don't think you should be giving Guinness to children. Yeah, you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no, that was a, that was a toddler. So what are you okay, well. <laughs> um, I would like... <laughs> like, um, a Guinness? Did you say a Guinness? <laughs> yeah, so that's a kid that's picked up on that daddy likes Guinness. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She's see, playing, know. you know, whenever kids take the orders from their parents, play like they're in a restaurant. It was one uh-huh. of those sort of scenarios. Got to learn how to do that perfect pour for Guinness. Just right. Start at, uh, at a young age. Here we go on to number three. Audrey, you and I here. <laughs> it could happen to anyone. But it happened to you. It could happen to you, Joe. I got to clear this up. I want to sleep for 19 hours. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> Is that a tipsy person or is that a toddler? I'll say tipsy. Tipsy, indeed, yes. Let's have a listen. It could happen to anyone. But it happened to you. It could have happened to you, Joe. I gotta clean this up. I want to sleep for 19 hours. I'm going to bed. All right, you got two correct. Uh, Mahoney, take it away with number four whenever you're set. Number four. I'm trying. To say nice words. I can't do it. Because it's, it's, it's hard. Ooh, tipsy or toddler? I'll go toddler. Toddler is correct. Excellent. I'm trying to say nice words. I can't do it because it's just hard. Trust me, kid. I feel you. All right, fifth and final one. You can win it right here, Chris. If you get this one correct, all three of us are going to do it for you. This is for you. Oh, my God. I'm pregnant, guys. I'm pregnant. I didn't even have sex, but I'm pregnant. I- I'm pregnant, too. Is that tipsy or toddler? We're all pregnant. Let's hope it's tipsy. Yeah, it's tipsy. Well, Pregnancy well, packed. <laughs> now my stomach's getting so big. It's for you. Oh, my God. I'm pregnant. Guys, I'm pregnant. You are. I didn't even have sex, but I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant, too. This is Dave and Mahoney. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. 
It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Well, this is terrifying. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, who is a great actor and the world's most boring interview, Mahoney. That's a true story. We actually had Benedict Cumberbatch on the so show nice. one time. Nicest guy in the world. One of the nicest. We were pre-recording the interview because of the time that he needed to record it. And we we're going to air it back the next day. And we chose not to put even a clip of it on the air because it was that boring of an interview. So but, I mean, nice. He though. doesn't really exude excitement. But, I mean, like, give me one interesting thing over the course of this 10-minute interview that we could at least make a clip out of. Nothing. Everything a long-winded, boring answer. But, hell of an actor. Hell of an actor. I mean, I mean, Doctor Strange... The fact that he, uh, you know, smog from Lord of the Rings and obviously, you know, what he, you know, shot to fame as uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yes. So his family, him and his family were at home when this happened. I guess a former chef at one of the restaurants that Benedict Cumberbatch owns in North London uh, came to their house and was freaking out for whatever reason. Freaking out. Holding a garden or like some sort of large knife in his hand, like a kitchen knife. And he's screaming, I know you've moved here. I hope it burns down. What? Rips a plant out of the ground, throws it to the garden wall, spits on the intercom device. Um, you know, it was flashing the knife at the intercom. So he's at home with his wife and his three young kids. Uh, thankfully, they were able to get this guy arrested a short time later. And there's like a three-year restraining and, order, but still terrifying. And we're going to, we let, we let into the story with, hey, you know that time we had been in a cover match on the show and he was boring? Yeah, I mean, terrible interview. He actually killed our interview, but he did not get killed. That's well, I know, but the horrifying, horrifying. experience. Oh, my God. And, you know, I, I, the, one of the worst things about this is that they're just like, all right, here's this restraining order. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that's, that's going to do, do anything. anything. Yeah. Cool. So, Brian Cox, who was one of the leads in Succession, which uh, which is now wrapped up, was going on about one of, uh, you know, one of the work experiences that he had there uh, just as a whole and said that it was the best work experience that he's ever had in all wow. of his years in Hollywood. And Brian Cox is 76 years old. Now. He's been around. Yeah. So he's done a lot of stuff over the years. Uh, he's been in, you know, Braveheart and Deadwood and, um, I mean, all sorts of stuff that I'm sure that you've seen over the years. But he said that his experience with Succession, which I'm really glad to hear because that was such a great show. And I don't know if you know this, uh, one of the executive producers of Succession, Will Ferrell. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that speaks loudly, though. If you create a positive working environment for all your actors and the crew and everybody's having this, you know, this amazing experience, you're going to get the best out of them. And obviously, Succession wrapped up uh, this week, it had the highest number of viewers that it's had since the beginning and obviously, you know, ended on a high note. You know, that, I think that speaks incredibly loudly, you know, and it's, you know, probably going to live for many, 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 many years to come on streaming. So it's been too long, Mahoney, since we've had some good Pee Wee Herman drama, but here we go What's again. going on with old Paul Rubens? Uh, so Paul Rubin is actually suing a guy. He said that he loaned a whole bunch of the props to from the original Pee Wee Herman's yeah. Playhouse set. Somebody uh, he, steal Jombie. He's saying that, that this dude straight up stole all of his stuff and is now auctioning it off. Did, so this guy's did like you a steal Cowboy Curtis's chaps? But, yeah. I mean, like... What is Pee Wee Herman going to do? Dude, Paul Rubens is great. That's like, not Paul, what I mean. Like, I mean he, nobody you got could it. steal from him. Yes. Like, what sort of resources does he have to stop <laughs> Hey, he knows Lawrence Fishburne, who was Cowboy Curtis. Oh, okay, sure. Lawrence Fishburne, he come knows Lawrence whoop your Fishburne. ass. Okay. Knows, like, casually or, like, knows enough to, like, have him fight I think I think Lawrence Fishburne would fight for Paul Rubens. Oh, okay. I think he would. What okay. an interesting take. I can't argue with that because yeah. there's just no way to argue with that. That's what right. What are you talking about? Yep. So what do Lizzo, Elton John, and Guns N' Roses have in common? That's a great question. They're all playing at the same music festival. And we've talked about that on this show a number of times. Like, music festivals have gotten out of control with, like, just they just barf every artist at you and then hope everyone shows up. This is over, uh, it's in the U.K., in, in England. 
Uh, and there's going to be 3,000 performances across dozens of stages, I guess. It's going to be taking place June 21st through 25th. But again, like, what a weird collaboration of headliners. And then you have Arctic Monkeys, Louis Capaldi, Rick Astley, Little Nas X, Blondie, Cat Stevens, The Chicks, Lana Del Rey, Queens of the Stone Age. I, I- love every single one of these artists that you just listed. <sighs> None of them. It's it's because we are in a in a uh, streaming era where you put it on shuffle and you have a wide variety of favorites from everyone. It's not just like niche anymore. So I really like this, actually. Yeah, okay. Well, um, I hope that you enjoy it. I will not be there. But if you want to go, uh, June 21st through the 25th over in the UK. Yeah, okay. You're not going to go, are you? It's in the UK. Exactly. You don't love it. I go to music festivals. She's got her passport now, Dave. (laughs) She's got her passport now. Dave Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love. Hey, baby, you want it? Then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, everyone out there is looking for love in their own special way. And some people think the answer to that is Craigslist. And look, I'm not mad. Everyone's got to shoot their shot in their own way. Dave, and I love the nostalgia of going to Craigslist to look for weirdos who you may have cross paths with somewhere uh, along your weird, weird journey. Some of these are very weird. Audrey, tell me if this one strikes your fancy. It's entitled Chocolate Pogo Stick. This is male for anyone. Okay. It's just entitled, and this isn't even like, hey, we had an encounter and I missed my opportunity. This is, I'm looking for that opportunity. Tonight, I'm out of the bar chilling. Anyone outside? Pogo stick here. Seriously, it's a pogo stick. This is how I envision most Craigslist misconnections, how they're supposed to go. Mm -hmm. Like, just like... Hey, come on by. Anybody, somebody, come on down. Yeah, uh, yeah no, you're not being overly choosy. Right. You're, yeah. you're welcoming. You're, you're creating a community. A yes. warm body is what I'm looking for. And, uh, you know, I mean, who didn't love jumping on a pogo stick? This one is entitled Blonde Woman Having a Fence Replaced. The man for a woman, you and your husband, I'm assuming, hired me to replace your privacy fence. I don't know your name, but I can't take my eyes off of you. I hope you see this, and maybe it can be our little secret, question mark? If it's really you, what ancestor of yours did I refer to myself as? What? So hang on. This guy gets hired to come over and replace her privacy fence. She's there with her husband, and he is just straight up like, let's have a little rendezvous behind hey, bro, your brand new privacy uh, fence. If you were uh, the type that she wanted to have a extracurricular rendezvous with, she would have approached you. That's how it works. You never, you're never gonna like. You're there putting a privacy fence up, man. And she then wants people like, out, not in. And yeah. then being like, "Don't I remind you of your old grandpappy pep?" Yeah, right. Don't you want to have a threesome with your old grandpappy pep? Like that Ew. is so foul. But that's what he said. Yeah, I know. Which yeah. ancestor did I refer to? Like yours? As like that's so gross. Yeah. If you could uh, like pick anyone uh, in your ancestry that you'd want to sleep with, I think the answer for almost everyone would be none. None. Zero. Thank you. Uh, This one, you had a nice camera. This is a woman for a man. We met at the hotel and you were taking pics. I was just changing my heels and you asked if you could take pics of my tattoos on my feet in my pantyhose. Loved your art. You sent me a few, but I'd like to do more. Let's link up and see if this could be something. Cool. This is somebody who actually will find someone that they were looking for. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like if there if she was letting someone taking pictures of her feet and pantyhose and or he he she? Which one was it? So she was taking the the he, her she, heels off and he was taking the photos. And she let him. Yeah. Like th- this, this is, is a, this is a chick yeah. who's down with the kink. I mean, you could probably just text him, email him. I mean, if you got those photos. True. And yeah, the final one here is entitled 
Mitzi Scottsdale 30 plus years ago. This is woman for woman. I did your hair. Your husband's name, I think, is Jeff. You are a preemie girl, always thinking of you. What is preemie? Like called? you were Premium? prematurely born? Prematurely born. And I guess they How talked about that. How does that come up? Yeah. That's not like yeah. I've been in a I've been in a barber's seat in a barber's chair, and I've had my hair done many times. Never once. Uh, like, did I mention how I was born? Also, this happened 30 plus years ago, and this person's always thinking about you. I don't know if you had, like, some kind of rendezvous, but can you imagine, like, having a rendezvous that was so good that you're stuck on it for three decades? You're a great clips uh, person from 20 years ago. Girl, you really let me claim my spot. That's sports clips. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Is it weird to buy a coworker that you've only known for a couple of months an entire year supply of Pepsi Zero? I say yes. Mahoney says no. Audrey, I think that maybe you're kind of on the fence. Tell us your thoughts, Carol. Am I being cynical? Is it is it just a nice thing that's being done here? Uh, I think it's a great thing. I, I really think that was awesome. So Mahoney is kissing the right teddy bear ass. No, Mahoney man. is a teddy bear too, though. I respect you know oh, like his well, ears. You know, and just by the way, you guys are a good-looking group of people. I actually looked at the pictures the other day on the uh, app that I have, and uh, you guys, and you're right, Mahoney is another big teddy bear. Yeah. I love the shirt. <laughs> very, very stylish. Well, thank very you. Very stylish. By the way, speaking of, so, uh, of of looking at pictures, and Carol, thank you for the call today. We appreciate you. Uh, if, if you look at the, uh, the Instagram right now, I just put a picture up of the tower of Pepsi that Mahoney has purchased, at Dave Mahoney on Instagram. It was like a workout yesterday, though. Did I you think- actually move it yourself? Yeah, you did not. I hundred. Who, who, who? Where am I going to get twenty cases of Pepsi Zero? Which, Paul was by here. The, you could have had Paul. Oh, yeah, made that, that, would ruin, that would have ruined the lug surprise. His own gift on the surprise. <laughs> it oh, was a surprise. It was a surprise because I I unloaded it out of my car, out of my Avalon. Which, by the way, fitting twenty cases of. Pepsi Zero into a Toyota Avalon. They should put that was, on a commercial. It was like a clown car full of Pepsi in and of itself. And so then, hang on. So you, you lug it all up here. You put it in the in the production room two over. And then what did you do? You, no, no. You I, I, the put studio and you, I put it on. I put it on like two different dollies. Blindfolded him and let him down the and hallway. And then I just came in. You know, like he was getting ready to go out to lunch. Uh-huh. You know, his week his segment that he does at noon every day. And uh, you say, hey man, I got something for you. Yeah. All right, Sean. What do you think, man? Hey man, I think it's a little. Oh, extravagant? Yeah, it's a little extravagant, right? That's To me, it just yeah, feels I mean, like if you bought him a case or maybe even one in each hand, that would be one thing. You buy him a year's supply, it's a little weird. Yeah, and I mean, you can tell you guys definitely ain't getting paid minimum wage if you can afford to I mean, what was that, about 400 bucks worth of soda? How first, much was first, that? First, yeah, a good first, question. first off, I'm a Costco business member. <laughs> And you get a discount when buying in bulk. Because you're your businessman. Did you That's get right. points? So I got points you back. Got points, I got points boy. and I got a rebate back on it as well. And you're gonna get uh-huh. discount on your gas. And I got a discount on my gas <laughs> while I was there at Costco. So you but are no, a I spent yeah. I, I spent okay. I spent like two hundred and eighty dollars on that. Uh, Which, that's still quite a bit. Sure, but just somebody that you're still just kind of meeting and getting to know. I mean, is that then weird for you years. to go above and beyond for a gift then at like a Christmas party? Like, if it, that's how I kind of am viewing this. If would you buy like a white elephant gift for a company Christmas party or for you know whatever no, they make you was, come and buy gifts? Like, is two hundred and eighty bucks too much to bring to the uh, table? Yes, like, it's, if it's anyone not. gives me a gift over a hundred dollars, yeah. it makes for, me first off. I'm very rich. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your I mean, wife is, sir. Yeah, it's your wife. Yeah, I know. My wife. See, we have no. See, I'm like I'm like Dave. I don't have any kids. My wife's an elementary school principal, and we have no we have, we have no double kids. Income, no yes, kids. D- double income, no kids. And I'm 41 years old. So you know, like. 
doing doing and something no like pets. that is ridiculous. I, I agree, but here's what I, here's what I, here's here's like my thought process behind it. Paul has been extraordinarily cool to me personally, and I appreciate people who don't have to be cool to you. You know, like he's got nothing to gain by being cool. To I have yeah. nothing to offer him, yeah. but he's being incredibly cool, very insightful, and been just like a nice person to be around. I like coming into the station and being at a station where people who I, I like I get along with. I've never been at a place where people don't like me or I don't like. I like creating a nice environment. And so it was my way of saying, hey man, I really appreciate everything that you've done and how cool you've been to me and us in this situation as it, as it's played out because it, you didn't have to be. And again, your love language is for sure gift giving. So this is pretty much on board. I don't really know what else he would have done in, in any other way other than all this Pepsi. We have one final call here. Uh, John joining us. John, what's your question? Hey, I'm just wondering, have you ever had a bad soda? What's the expiration date on those? Oh, did you even check? Yeah, Mahoney, you did? I did. Mahoney I mean, knows they, his pop. Pe- Pepsi. And because here's the thing, it's, it, there's there's two ways, two things that are very important when it comes to keeping these things fresh. One, they're in the can. So luckily they'll stay for several years. They'll stay fresh okay. for several years. We're in an air-conditioned environment and they're away from the sunlight. So all of those factors where we have it stored and the propensity for, you know, the amount of uh, Pepsi Zeros that uh, Paul will have on occasion, we will, you know, those will be, they're not going to sit here for 10 years. But, John, you can agree that Mahoney's a little extra for this, right? A little bit. Yeah, a, little a little bit, bit. yeah. Maybe I'm off There's base an here. unspoken camaraderie that exists. If he would have gotten him, like, a Pepsi vending machine, then maybe that would have yeah. been an excess. But this is more kids. Pepsi than a vending machine can hold. Not true. I think Mahoney has a crush. I think that's it. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, regarding the Pepsi Zero, man, you can never go wrong with a random act of kindness. Pass it along, pass it down, but keep it moving. Have a great day. Message deleted. I think that's a very positive perspective, uh, and I would tend to agree that a random act of kindness is never wasted, uh, but there's also limits, and I think you made it creepy, Mahoney. I think you overdid it. I think that if you got Paul a case of Pepsi Zero because you know that he likes it, that would be a random act of kindness and a nice gesture. You go 20 cases deep, a year's supply, and all of a sudden, things are weird. That's not weird at all, Dave. A year's supply of something is not you know that that's that's a that's a gesture. That's a gift. I think that's that, a thank you, Mahoney. That's a say, I, thank would, you for being cool. It like, would make me uncomfortable. I'm well, just saying you give me that you're much Pepsi Zero. Like again, Dave from, doesn't like gifts, Mahoney. Dave doesn't stick around after the show. Dave's trying to go talk yes, to our boss or I, do whatever he does. Nothing important. You know, whatever he's doing. Let's go Meanwhile, to let's go to the leading expert on this. Uh, Chris, our producer, who is in the other room. Have you ever seen me leave before Mahoney? Once. You had a flight to catch. I had a flight to catch once. Uh, no, you no, leave no, no, before no. me all the time. You leave out of the studio before Mahoney. Actually, if I want to throw anybody under the bus, Dave and Mahoney both, before they leave, check in and say, hey, you good? Any, anything you need? Audrey, on the other hand. What am I, what am I going to delegate to you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, what do you mean? My, like, I, maybe just, I have maybe no just a goodbye. Maybe yeah. just a, uh, we'll see you tomorrow, Chris. You haven't even been here, dude. What do you want from me? <laughs> we, I Actually, you know what? I've hung out with you and they haven't. Oh, that's a good point. We invited you for cigars. No, and you, you, no, did you didn't. And you, no, you didn't. And you, you chose not. not to come because they, we, we weren't smoking black and so white. You invited me the day after. <laughs> no. Yeah, they do that. 
<laughs> Dave, mm-hmm. yes. as I was saying, if you would stick around after the show and have conversations with Paul like I do, you would know that he is a man who is... Uh, who, who places a high priority on being a good gift giver himself. Mm. So that's so why. So did you with do that this not, because you that, expect that no, he is going to reciprocate? No, I don't want gifts at all. Mm. At all. That, they actually make me uncomfortable. But I don't. I wanted to show him that I'm listening and appreciating him and what he's done and how cool he's been. Because so, like, he actually came in here, Mahoney, and said whenever you were listening and he was talking about how he loves, he is a gift giver himself and how he says that he is always taking notes and listening to people and making sure that he is giving the best gifts that he can uh-huh. and he never feels like he is given that in like in reciprocation. So that is very attentive of you, Mahoney. Yeah, I didn't even want to talk about this, Dave. I feel like this was a gift. This was a moment that you have sullied. You now. can't roll in here with 20 cases of Pepsi Zero There's a reason I didn't do it, bring it up. during our show. People deserve content. Mm-hmm. Please leave a message after the tone. Why isn't anyone talking about how worried we should all be about advanced AI scammers? We're all screwed. Message deleted. I mean, we can sit here and worry about everything all of the time, constantly. People I mean, do, the fact though, that, Yeah, I mean, I get it. But, like, all of our information is already totally compromised. It's all out there. It's all out there. I'm Every- more concerned about food. Yeah, like what am I having for lunch today? No, I'm talking about what's in my food. Oh. <laughs> I also think if we spend all of your time worrying drugs. about like what's going to kill you, you will never literally live any moment of your life with true happiness. Like yeah. like live in the moment, enjoy what you're doing, like experience it. But if you're just constantly, this could all end non- tomorrow. Yes, man. Even I, if you, even if you play every single card right, you along did everything the way. right. Yep, doesn't matter. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. I mean, but I feel like that's sort of easier said than done. Mm. Whenever you have things that you don't need to be worried about, ignorance is bliss. But I, I mean, if you're if you're like f- financially, like if you're not as stable, <laughs> you're gonna worry. You know, if like you're using food stamps and the only thing that it can give I you worry. is like Doritos, the more you kind of worry. <laughs> as as the notorious B.I.G. once said, more money, more problems. The less money I had, the less worries I had. The more money you're I, young, the more, you're mo- the more money I've made, the more the more there's more worries that are associated with that because you can lose it. Then. The you only have- thing that makes me feel good about not having nearly enough money especially with four kids, is that regardless of how much money you have, and we've seen this from the richest of the rich. It's never enough. It's never enough. It's just a bottomless pit. You're never happy with the These billions so that you have. No, I'm not no. worried. I don't we care. Like, whatever. Yeah. But that's so not true, though, because you're worried about your kids and the, their safety. You're worried about your kids and them Getting into schools and colleges I'm about one any day. Of that stuff, man. You're so good, nah, man. Like uh, you're worried about your house getting them it, perfect for them and setting them a life up for them and their happiness. It is. There, I get there's degrees of worries, but it's not to the point where you're feeling like sick about it. Okay, so let me let, let me try to spin this. I I don't like the word worry because worry has a totally negative implication. There's for almost sure. nothing positive that comes from that. There's being concerned. There's being diligent. There's being focused Re- on things. Responsible. Being responsible, but like worrying. Now, very rarely I do I consider worry. worrying to be like sitting there and letting it like, encompass Wringing everything. your hands and yeah. not nothing productive happening. Sure. I'd rather take action, even if it's the wrong action. Absolutely. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, David Mahoney. Uh, basically just listening to you guys and uh, heard you dealt with some telephonic bullying. Well, being 25, I learned that uh, getting over bullying is a little bit easy as long as you practice fishing. By fishing, I mean F-I-S-H. What do you do when you're fishing? You're catching a buzz or a bite. 
So as long as you're keeping a mentality of fishing, it happens, F-I-S-H, you always have a good time. Always stay fishing. Have a great day, guys. Message deleted. That's a positive outlook on trolls. Yeah, people are going to call and say mean things to us from time to time. And you know what? We welcome those calls as well. 833-YO-DUMMY. You can call and say anything that you want, but uh, that's a great attitude. And I, and I like a good acronym, too. I mean, we know we don't have any talent. Yeah, my yeah. Instagram handle is literally at Mahoney Sucks. But no photos. <laughs> I got six photos on there. Oh, you posted oh, you, 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 you brought them out of the archive? There's yeah. some Disney Cruise photos. Oh, on there. how fun. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears, a Dave and Mahoney. You know, Mahoney, some of these artists, uh, they, they decide that they're going to put a creative spin on each one of these tunes. Uh, there's only 30 seconds on the clock, so it can be a little challenging to figure out depending on how creative they got with it. But these are all big popular songs that you should know. Dave, I love that somebody recorded these, decided that this was the take, and decided to share their artwork with us by uploading it to YouTube. John is joining us today. John, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, guys. Thank you for joining us. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. You do have a couple lifelines if you need it. Here we go with number one. And again, best of luck to you today. She got a mannequin bag top hat to match. Dressed in black on black. She got a feel pain no good. She claims she's a friend. I tell you, boys, you just got to laugh. Well, I used to call her Sandy. She changed her name to Sin. I guess that's the name of her game. Well, I but now she discovered it's gotta be a sexual thing. Now I'm in love. You know, a lot, not a lot of production value there, but there is some talent, clearly. Only 450 Oof. views on that bad boy. John, do you know it or do you need some help on that one? Oh, that one's way out there. I'm going to need some help on that. I, I can't. I was just so fixated on the fact that that was so poorly done that I, I'm out, dude. I, I can't help you. Mahoney? I mean, come on, guys. Yeah? You got it? Yeah. What is it? Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. Same old situation. That is correct. That's a full point. I don't know yeah, how you job. got that, dude. I, the entire time I was just thinking Chris about and I were literally so talking bad. about Motley Crue this morning uh, as like before the show started. How serendipitous. Yeah. All right, so uh, you're on the board, John, with a full point. Thanks to Mahoney, but he is burnt as a lifeline. Here we go on to number two. I'm shocked to tell you that that has 3,700 views. That is chaos. Yeah, that is total chaos. John, do you know it, or do you need some help on that one? Uh, that's uh, that's Crocodile Rock done much better by Elton John. Yeah, much better true. by Elton John. True, very yes. true. <laughs> All right, so you're on the board with two. You still have one lifeline. You're doing great. On to number three. And you'll hear it calling you 
unfortunately, we have to stop that masterpiece there. Only 183 views on that one. John, do you got it? Oh, man, I, I recognize it, but I can't pull it to head, so I'm going to have to go for a lifeline. Mm-mm. Really? Audrey, you ate nothing? No. Okay, yeah, she can't help you on that one. I think you needed the hook on that one. Uh, again, only 183 views on that one. It's Rainbow in the Dark by Dio. The great Ron and James. Yep. Oh. Come on, guys. Step it up. I know. Step it up. I know. All right. Step it up. All right, here we go. On to number four. You got to get these next two correct, but you still do have a lifeline. Good luck. How in the fake pentatonics? How drunk were those ladies in the audience? I was shocked to hear cheering. I really was. I could not believe it. Wow. Uh, John, do you know it, or do you need some help from Audrey? Uh, how about Nothing Else Matters, Metallica? There you go, yeah. man. Excellent. See, we know the same music, man. Like, we're on the same <laughs> wavelength. I'm like, yeah, dude, I can help you, but you're, you're getting all the ones that I know, so good job. Okay, so you got three correct. You got to get this last one right. Audrey is still available if you need here, uh, if you need her. And, again, you can win it right here if you get this one right. She was a fast machine. She kept her motor clean. She was the best <laughs> damn woman that I ever seen. She had the sightless eyes telling me what the fuck are sightless eyes. Telling me no lies, knocking me out with those American thighs, taking more than her share. Had to fight me for air. She told me to come, but I was already there. Cause the walls start shaking and the earth was quaking. My mind was aching and we were making it. Only 48 views on that one. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. John for the win. Do you got it? ACDC, she shook me all night long. You did it. Great job. You got there. I really like spoken word ACDC. You, you did? Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're yeah. just poets. Okay, well, I'm oh. sure that that guy, his name is Ryan Spence. He'll come over to your house if you'd like to do it for you. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Man, does your day ever start and you're just like, oh, boy, it is going to be one of those days. Because yeah, Every day of my dude. life, Dave. Yeah. Every day of my life. Because this morning... I get up, and we're staying in another Airbnb. A new one, that's right? That's a whole different story. But So I get up this morning, and I'm, I'm kind of excited because the bathroom actually has, like, a door. But it's one, it, like, the house is recently renovated, and so it's one of those barn doors, you know what I'm talking about? And, of course, I didn't test it last night because why would I do that? But I get up this morning, and half the thing's off the track. So I'm, like, trying to quietly close it while the wife Try and the baby are Try to get it on the track. <laughs> I'm like, ah, Awesome. So there's that. Whatever. Deal with it. And then I go to get in the shower, and the hot water is not hot. Like, it's, like, barely warm. Dave, you know what I'm talking about? You're, maybe you're doing one of those new age things, because aren't, like, like, a, a lot of guys water shower yeah. is doing the cold popular. showers, which yeah. is so stupid. Because I'm doing it's, 75 it's good for your. It's good for you. Cold no. showers are good for you. They I, are, but I, they're I, miserable. I, I get it, right? There's lots of things that are good for me that I choose not to do. Yeah. Broccoli? Yeah. Don't Never. do broccoli. Nope. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine the first thing that you do whenever you wake up in the morning? Not only is it a cold shower, but you just eat, like, raw broccoli. Ugh. It's just total, just total Well, I t- I've told you guys that, that recently... When I've been driving to work 
I've seen people out doing CrossFit at like five o'clock in the morning. You got to get it in early, them. man. Good for them. them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're on, but that is incredible. That you have the sort of willpower to get up and be out running at 5 a.m. Love that for them. Yeah. It's not in my plan, but love that for them. So cold shower. So cold shower, broken door, wake up the baby, just thankfully for a little while. And then I go into the kitchen because I'm going to make my driving eggs, as I do. And so I'm making my eggs, and I realize there's no spatula in this Airbnb. Whatever. Fine. I'll deal with it. No big deal. Not much is going on. Just scrambling some eggs. Smoke detector starts going off. And it's one of those where it's like a relay where it's like it, one starts going off and, they and the all... next one starts going off. My seven-year-old comes out of the, her bedroom. Were you covered burning the eggs? No, not at all. Like, that's why I'm like, what is happening? And so I'm sitting there with a towel just fanning away trying to get this stupid smoke detector to shut off. There's nothing worse than a sensitive detector. And now all of the kids are fully awake. And before my wife wakes up, I left the house. <laughs> so when you get home later evil. today, you're going to get murdered. Yes. Is that what you're saying? So we're so going to... I wanted to say goodbye, okay. and I love you guys, and today is going to be a banger. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. This has to do with uh, why you're smarter than a community college dropout when you were referring to Ben Franklin uh, starring in a porno movie. Just wanted to say that, in my opinion, the closest thing you would ever come to that would be Ron Jeremy in a porno movie. That is it. You guys have a great day. Bye. Message deleted. I would disagree with you uh, wholeheartedly on that. Uh, Ron Jeremy is a monster and is going to spend the rest of his days uh, either in a uh, like a mental like, institution or behind bars, as he should be. The modern day, if you're going to compare a adult film star to Ben Franklin, because Ben Franklin, I would say, you know, a politician, creator, statesman, a man of many trades. There's only one man who could compare <laughs> so to curious Ben Franklin. Where, where you going with this? And also has a bald head as well, uh, and that would be the one and only Johnny Sins, who has been a firefighter, a military member, a plumber. I don't even know who that person is, I don't think. Uh, there's, It's a meme. And um, yeah, may have seen some Ben Franklin was bald on the top? And did yeah. he have a, like, was it a skullet sort of situation? A little bit, yeah. Okay. He, oh, he yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he could pull it off. Yeah. I mean, what were his options, man? Like, you had to have some sort of hair back in the day. Like, you you really did. Because remember, there was, like, during the wig era the where wig you were era, wearing yeah. all kinds of... Oh, okay. Um, That's I think John. I'm I know that. You a picture of. I think I know so that. So every man. time they do like a salute to whatever, like our first responders or yeah. to whatever it may be, without a doubt, there's always a photo at like any baseball park USA with him there. Every time. Please every leave time. a message after the tone. In your opinion, what species of tree would you be and why? Message deleted. I think you'd be Mahoney. I'm, I'm going to answer for you. Oak, big ass oak tree. No, I was going to say a birch tree. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, that's the funniest thing you've ever said. (laughs) Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, you're a pussy willow. (laughs) Oh, how could you? What a good clapback. Hey, Dave, Mahoney, and Audrey. I just wanted to share with you my latest food creation bacon wrapped pickles. I know it sounds gross, but trust me, it's delicious. Message deleted. Why would that sound gross? Bacon wrap, literally anything is great. Mm -hmm. Can you, you can't, 
There's almost nothing on the planet that I could think of that you could wrap in bacon that would make it worse. You know they, what I've been seeing too? Mm. People putting uh, pickles in like waffle batter or whatever type of batter you want and then putting it in a waffle iron so that you're kind of creating a corn dog mm. of fried oh, yeah. pickle effect. And then just dipping it in like ranch. Like a, so good. like a like a, a, a pickle corn dog. Oh Ooh. my god! I love Is anyone else's mouth watering right now? You ever had a corn dog this? that's been wrapped in pickles? No, but that sounds like a treat. Uh-huh. I just started buying. I'm elevating my fridge, guys. Mm-hmm. I started buying bougie pickles. Bougie pickles. Yeah, what do you mean, man. Bougie pickles. Like I'm talking like the twelve dollar jar of pickles, not Willow's the pickles. not the plastics, not the whatever. Because I do like those. I grew up on those. But I wanted to try. Have you ever had like boutique pickles before? There's a there's a there's a company that they sell them at Target. They're a little bit more expensive. They're called Grillos pickles. Yes, Grillos are fantastic. Hey, those are my those are those are my favorite. You can actually nothing, see the dill in there. Yeah, oh. you want nothing worse than a soggy oh. ass pickle. Spear. We gotta get a little Man, crunch. I hate that. Like I love the crunch. Yeah. Dave, you gotta get you some bougie boutique pickles. I've never I didn't even know bougie pickles existed. Yeah, man. I'll bring you a jar in. You're just gonna gift me a jar of bougie pickles. Sure, if pickles? we're gonna be gifting, I'll get wow. you a jar too. Why don't you Chris, start you pickling? Want some pickles? I feel like that's a. I feel like that's something that uh, you're look always looking for hobbies. You should start pickling. I just found out that my dad pickles, like does like pickles. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm 31. I'm 31. He's like, yeah, you've never had my, like, you've never, like, had one of these? I was like, no. First of all, I've never really lived around you. My parents separated when I was two, but, like, I didn't know. He's like, yeah, this is a hobby of mine. I I don't mean to pull the curtain back on how stupid I am, but how do you make pickles? Cucumbers, uh, vinegar, whatever. Yeah, salt. and and You have to, like. Heat them up or something. You, is that what you do? You heat I don't know. How, no, you I don't jar know the them. You just jar them. When they're just teeny little cucumbers, where, no. do, where do you get the teeny cucumbers? Guys, you take cucumbers, full size cucumbers. No, they're baby cucumbers. Spears or whatever. So like a size of a pickle. They're aborted cucumbers. No, they're not. You're not. A, they're no, Dave. It's I what, choose life. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. As you guys know. I love moving because everyone loves moving. It's just so fun, isn't it? I mean, one of the most fun things that we can do in our adult lives, Dave. So yesterday I was moving again, and I realized, hey, this is the fourth time that I've moved in the past five days. This is great. That's really annoying. I'm so sorry. Uh, So the saga continues where... The stuff has all been loaded into the new house, but the construction is nowhere near done. They're working hard. It's not their fault. It's just, there's a lot of work to be done. It's the way it goes sometimes. And it's one thing, you know, you've been living apart from your wife for almost two months now, and your four children as well, and commuting back and forth has been a lot, but now they're here, but that also creates a new problem because they're all here now, and the old house is sold. Yeah, and so, like, the kids who are seven, four and a half, three, and one, like, they don't have any concept of what's going on. They just want to have a fun day, which is awesome and great, except for when there's, like, a lot of stuff that actually needs to be done. And just, like, the logistics of going, okay, well, the house is nowhere near ready for us to move into because we were planning on moving into it yesterday and, like, being in the house as of yesterday and, like, staying there last night was going to be our first night in the house. That's just off the table. So we had to go get another Airbnb for the rest of this week in order to kind of, like, bridge the gap. And so now, you know, we're... I moved out of the the condo that I've been renting yesterday, which, another fun little thing, had a little 3 o'clock move-out inspection. The guy just totally ghosted me, just didn't show up. I called him yesterday. I'm like, hey, uh, we still on for this 
3 o'clock at like 3.30 and he's like, oh, sorry, I just, you know, forgot to look at my calendar. I'm like, dude, that's one of my biggest so pet cool. peeves. That so cool. really is because if you go out of your way, it's different whenever it's like somebody doesn't call you at a specific time or whatever because like you're still in your own domicile. But when you're standing there waiting for somebody and then they don't show up and so it's like, okay, now I have to make another appointment and come back. And oh, they made you come back? No, so he, I, I was just like, hey, like I'm not just not going to be here for this. You know, can you just do it without me and, you know, there's yeah. any problems, let me know sort of thing. And so hopefully there's no problems according to him. But um, just another annoying thing. So I finally get, you know, that part done. And then we decide that we're getting another Airbnb and we go check into that. And, you know, like I said, I almost burned the place down this morning, apparently. Smoke Cooked detectors eggs. going off and just, just my life Just very is a mess, sensitive man. smoke alarms. Yeah. Yeah. For no reason. Sometimes they just be crying, you know? You know what? It rattled me so bad, I forgot to put the Cholula on my eggs this morning. <gasps> Ew, I mean, so you had just like just dry plain eggs? eggs? Plain ass eggs. Ah. Yeah. So just, just so you know, like the chaos that my life is right now, the never-ending so, saga continues. How much more time do you think it's going to be until you're able to move into your house? Well, so we got the Airbnb uh, through this weekend. So Sunday, I'm really hoping we can move into the house, and that's that's the how goal. many. So last I talked, what was it? Monday, they had floors in one room, uh, floors just upstairs in the primary bedroom. Yeah, and then yesterday they basically finished up off, uh, off the upstairs area for the floors. Okay. So that's getting close, but like downstairs is still a war zone. So are you going to while the while that's uh, done upstairs? Like, is your wife? And you, are you going to like kind of start like making those into the kids' rooms? Or are you just waiting for everything to be done, everybody to be out, and then going to the house to no, like, I don't, I don't, get a I don't, bit? I don't think we have an option. I think that it's probably going to be like we are going to have to live in this half-done house while they're continuing to work on it, which is going to be a real hoot for the kids and us. Because I mean, probably is going to be fun for them. Oh, well, yeah, he loves nail guns. So, yeah, it's fun for him. See, but I mean, I, <laughs> I think, though, in, to be realistic... This is just kind of like part of renovating a house. It's part of it. Uh, anyone that's done construction, because uh, we, you know, we've done projects like this before, but not to the point where like the house was not livable. And so it really is like a frustrating thing. But I will say I did learn something new yesterday. Dale, my neighbor, uh huh, I might be turning the corner on him. He let he did the, let he did let himself into my house a couple of times. That's where I didn't think okay. it was great. But yesterday I saw him again, and it was a pleasant conversation. And he's like, hey, when are you guys going to officially move in? Because my wife has made you guys some lemon pound cake and wants to bring it over. And I'm just like, you know what? People is- don't make pastries for neighbors like they used to. I know. It's just such or a nice thing. pastries and pastas. Or they, casseroles. Bring, or casseroles. Dude, where's the casserole? Bring over the pastries, pastas, casseroles, all of the things, cookies. All of it. Muffins. Uh-huh. That's all I can think of at the moment. But I mean, people don't do that. And That's I think sure. there's people aren't friendly away. neighbors anymore. Would you ever do that for somebody, Dave? No, I'm very mean. This is Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. You know, sometimes you gotta learn the hard way that you're not supposed to bring your sword to the urgent care. What do you mean, Diff? Happened to one fella. He was uh, in the waiting room at an urgent care, and somebody noticed there was something across his lap covered with a green cloth, and they went, um, what is it? And he said, it is a sword. And they said, sir, why do you have a sword here? He said, well, I just purchased this sword a couple of days ago from the local pawn shop, and I had to come to urgent care, but I did not want to leave my new prized possession, my mm-hmm. sword, 
in the car because obviously if somebody see, sees this beautiful katana, they're going to break into my vehicle and steal it. Of course. And they said, well, now you have to go to jail because you can't bring a sword into an urgent care. Huh. So he went to jail. Do you well, think he named it Meth Caliber? Oh, I do like that. That's a Probably. Good, that's a good sword joke on the draw. Ring, if you will. Mm-hmm. All right. Sword in the stoned. Yeah. <laughs> also a good one. Uh, so a woman by the name of Sarah Brady from uh, Idaho, she went to a closed playground during the pandemic and uh, asked police to arrest her. And they said, okay. I remember seeing this video. Mm-hmm. Uh, now she is filing a claim for $500,000 against the city because she claims that I was, quote, unconstitutionally and falsely arrested while lawfully standing in a park exercising my constitutional rights. Because as you recall, in the Constitution, it says you have a right to go to the park. I was then prosecuted for trespassing, which cost me tens of thousands of dollars. So she is suing for emotional distress mm-hmm. and attorney fees, $500,000. I think you wants. just get on there and you play, you know, again, stupid situation. Just play the video. I want to get arrested. And then you have the officer on the stand going, I obliged. Okay. Case yep. closed. That That's was it. pretty dumb, though, that yep. she couldn't be at a playground. Sure. But I mean, also don't sure. antagonize police who are just there also doing their job. Yeah. You're, they you're, don't want to be there. No. They don't want to have to do that. But you're just making everything worse for the guys and gals who are out there putting their lives on the line. Just You're just being a dick. They don't write the laws. They just have to enforce them. You sitting out here trying to virtue signal. Doesn't Come do on. anything. Uh, so a big toothpaste heist. I don't know if that's the first time I've ever said those words. Toothpaste but, yeah. heist. Uh, botched robbery in North Vancouver left a lot of people laughing. Uh, one guy not so much because he stole $2,100 worth of toothpaste. And the way that he did it is so peculiar. Uh, he went to a superstore and uh, I guess he loaded up not one but two large duffel bags and then also like a, a radio flyer wagon of toothpaste? I'm, I'm seeing that. That's basically like three duffel bags worth. Let's just visualize three duffel bags worth of toothpaste. I'm kind of shocked that that's worth $2,100. Yeah, I mean, how long do you think $2,100 worth of toothpaste would, Dude, would last I you? buy one of those five packs of things from Costco and it lasts me half a year. Isn't it great? Yeah, but then like if it's a flavor that like kind of you're tired you of. You change up the flavor. You change up the flavor on your toothpaste? Yeah. What? All the time. What do well, you mean? All the time. What kind of flavors? Yeah, sometimes exist. I want to do like the 5X whitening. Other times I want the scope with mint. You know, okay, just... but those are still mint flavors. It's just the brand changes. Do you change like the actual name brand? Do you like sometimes go Crest or Colgate? It's all the same to me. What about close up? I've for never, those? never experienced what? that. That's my... the most, that's bootleg. I hate I it when like. I forget my toothpaste <laughs> and I, my wife uses Sensodyne. And so, like, I'll be, we'll be at a hotel and I got to use Sensodyne. I just, uh, I'm just like, Bleh. I start gagging. <laughs> You've never used the cinnamon flavor one? Oh, that sounds horrendous. Okay, so you stick with the mint. What about, do you remember, was it the aqua, that orange one back in the day? The they used to have an oh. orange. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that called? I think that it was just, uh, were you always saying Aquafina? Because now it's stuck in my head. Something like Aquafresh or something Aquafresh. like that. Aquafresh, yeah. And it was orange, and yeah. I did use it. And it tastes like that stuff that you're supposed to exfoliate your face with. Yes. It was yeah. in the era of, like, green ketchup when we were experimenting with flavors and colors that didn't need to be Dude, they still make it. Do they really? Ew. They still make it. If Five dollars for a twin pack on face. Amazon. I'm, I'm going to get you some of that. That's that's going to be my gift to you. I'll have nice a year's clean worth su- supply of... Orange Aquafresh. Thank you, Dave. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, Audrey. 
What are some of your favorite classic rock bands? You seem like a Boston lady to me. I'm not sure. I'm just feeling it out. Please don't be offended by that. Um, they're a great band. Message deleted. You know, I feel like whenever I think of my favorite classic rocks bands, it's got to be something that just reminds me of my family and my parents because that's who would have introduced me to those bands. And I actually remember it was a very cool visit that I had with my stepdad and my dad. He was living in Jacksonville at the time. And my stepdad was driving me to go and visit my dad. And we're going to have a weekend trip where we went to the Jacksonville Jaguars game and the Washington now football. What are they called? The commanders. The commanders now, yeah. They were yeah. The, the once upon a Redskins. He, they're both fans of those teams. And I remember the entire time we were driving, we were listening to ACDC on repeat. Like I'm talking from front to back, side to side. And I feel I, like that's like good divorce slash stepdad rock. Like you guys can bro down on that. Like if yeah. it's like stepdad and dad hanging out together. And it was just one CD. I can't even tell you which one it was. It was probably like the greatest hits or something. Right. But it was just one and then Queen. Okay, so and, the, the, those are two excellent artists. Right. Like, there's no way that somebody puts on a Queen CD and you're like, Meh, Meh. I don't like this. Meh. Yeah. You're, you're just, like, you're dead. You're get dead. Out. You're dead on. You're dead on the inside if you hear Freddie Mercury singing and you're just, you, you don't evoke any sort of emotion. Yeah. Start hitchhiking, pal. Please leave a message after the tone. Out of all of you, who do you think sleeps the most peacefully at night? I'm talking uninterrupted thoughts are nowhere. Just amazing sleep. Message deleted. Without question, Mahoney. it's Mahoney. 100%. Yes, absolutely. No He's got a sleep mask. He overspends on his sheets. He, uh, his his mattress is the, the cream of the crop. Uh, meanwhile, Audrey's getting viciously attacked by her puppy and throughout my the thoughts. course of the night. <laughs> and I'm getting viciously attacked by my children throughout the course so of the night. So you need to get a lock on your door, Dave. I don't think that's how it works. It like is when there's how a one year old crying, you can't just lock them out. White noise machine. I already have that. Get two of them. Is like when we stay in a hotel, we louder. double up. We double up our white noise machines. You have two white. We have two white noise machines that we we double team in a hotel. Like I understand why your wife needs all of that stuff because her getting her beauty rest is imperative because she's got serious stuff that she deals. We with. We wake up at the same time, which what? is incredibly early. Why are you so tired? You don't do anything, Dave. <laughs> what? I, so you know, I don't that. do a lot for my uh, my self care. You know, I don't work out a lot. I don't eat clean, but I do get the recommended recommended amount of sleep each night. And so that's that's, that's how you're being healthy is, is by sleeping 15 hours a day. Yep. Eight hour my, naps, eight yeah. hour sleeps. Doing my part. <laughs> and if you don't have a sleep mask, by the way, right I'm not, now I'm not getting a sleep mask. Dude, you're not going to talk me, Audrey. You know, you know about the world of sleep masks? I mean, I have used one before on a plane, and it changed my life, I'm and then I lost it on a plane, and it made me sad. I'm, fl I'm flying later today, and this is the first time I'm bringing a sleep mask on the plane. So for How everybody who's not it? known 40, Mahoney and well, his— I guess this one's two hours. When okay. Mahoney travels, one thing to know about him is he has his giant headphones on. Noise canceling. He does the neck pillow. Yeah, He's the neck straight. pillow guy. Yeah. Um, you also definitely put out this energy and vibe specifically because you don't want people sitting next to you if you're mm -hmm. on one of those type of planes where they can just sit wherever. Um, and now you're adding a layer because it used to just be the sunglasses you would put on. Yep. But now you're adding a layer of sleep mask. Are you going to put the sunglasses on top of the sleep No, mask? because Ooh, the that's a move right <laughs> there. That is definitely do not talk to me. I'm going to put googly eyes on, a, on the mask. <laughs> I'll have them on under the sunglasses. Then if somebody sits next to you, you'll be like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I just heard about people taking cold showers for health benefits. Would you ever try it, or are you more of a hot shower kind of person? And Audrey, have you tried it? It might be good for your millennial skin. 
Message delivered. That, that is so funny because we were talking about that earlier today because I inadvertently took a cold shower because, it, yeah, it's like launching the nukes to figure out this shower at the Airbnb that I'm renting. Did you feel more invigorated after a cold shower in the morning? No, I felt pissed. I wanted a hot shower. This is David Mahoney. So, Mahoney, you're a big fan of Burt Kreischer, and he's got a new movie out, and you actually went and saw it this past weekend? Yeah, I went down to the theater and saw Burt, his new movie, The Machine, which is based upon his kind of first big stand-up special called The Machine, mm-hmm. and Mark Hamill's in it, and I love Burt. Like, I am a, I've been consuming Burt's stuff for years. My wife turned me on to him, uh, like, at the very beginning of the pandemic or slightly before that and fell in love with like his podcast with Tom Segura called Two Bears, One Cave. So I'm a huge fan of Burt Kreischer. His life is Van Wilder. He was. I mean, literally was based upon the movie Van Wilder was based upon Burt's time down in college in Florida. Uh, But the new movie, it's if you like, if you love Burt, you'll, you'll like the movie. But if you don't know who that is, I would highly recommend you miss it. Well, oh, so okay. you're a huge Burt fan, and even you were like, ah, there's funny, of a stretch. funny parts, and sure. it was cool, yeah. and, but it was just, you know. But see, did you tolerate the movie, or did you enjoy it? It was all right. Okay, okay, yeah. that's all I need to know. But your experience at the movie theater was sullied, and this is the reason why I don't like going to movie theaters, just because I feel like I get so annoyed by things that other people do in movie theaters, and once I decide that I'm annoyed by somebody, everything that they do is annoying. What happened? So we're sitting there, and it's a Friday afternoon that my wife and I are going to see it. So it's not, like, super, super busy. Well, I mean, it's the Burt Kreischer movie. Yeah, same weekend, Little Mermaid's opening, Guardians of the Galaxy's in theaters. There's a lot of movies still out, sure. A lot of big movies in theaters. So it was us and, like, one other couple. Okay. I mean, in this whole ass theater. Uh And granted, it's like a 140 showing. But, dude, this guy, I swear to God... Were you sitting close to him? No. He was like two rows in front of us in a row, in like a couple seats over. Mm-hmm. So a fair enough of a buffer zone. Yeah. The loudest eater I have ever heard in my entire life. What was life. he eating to where it was so loud? Dude, I don't know, but everything felt like it was a uh, a paper bag or a plastic bag that was just hot. Oof, and, and once that just, sensory uh, overload uh, kicks in, you just notice it more and, and more. And that happens from time to time in movies mm-hmm. where there's like a quiet moment. Mm-hmm. But I could hear this son of a bitch chomping. <laughs> What about chatters? Do you hate chatty people in the movies? Yes, or can yes. You kind of just... We should not be yes. talking. What like, about if it's a part where you're just like, wow, wasn't expecting you that. You just give that nope. look. You There's can, looks. You can oh, give. Or a nudge or, to your person. Here's an idea. You could just think that. Nah, man. Nah. Yeah, Big you talker just over it. here. Oh, God. Are you the sort when you're like sitting at home with your boyfriend watching a movie, if, you, if there's something that you're like just want to interact with it, you'll just start talking during All the- day long. Oh, my God. I'm just having a full-blown conversation. Sometimes I'll even get get this. Pause the movie. You cannot oh, pause. I will fight you. Dude, the movie. Oh. I'm, I'm a big pauser. I'm a big pauser and rewind about 10 no. seconds. No, you're ruining the experience. <laughs> so one of the very first stories that my wife reminds me of, and I, I didn't recall this until she told me, but I do now, is that one of the, the first time that I ever asked her to come over to, to the house mm-hmm. uh-huh, to hang out. Mm-hmm. It was, to hang out, huh? it, it was to hang out. It was fairly innocent. I mean, who knows where things go. Oh, yeah. Who knows when you're coming <laughs> yeah, over. Sparks fly. <laughs> tensions run high. <laughs> but she came over, and it was on a Sunday evening, and uh, Game of Thrones 
was kind of in the throes of some of the it's better like 12, seasons. 12, 13 years ago. Long time ago. You know, that was when it was at its peak. Yeah, it was great. And she came over and she sat down on the couch and she told me that she was a big Game of Thrones fan as well. Mm-hmm. And there was a part where something happened and she did exactly what you're talking about. Just got to ask some questions. She asked Game question, of Thrones. And I just went, shh. And just you kept watching the show. Her. I shushed her. I didn't even realize it in the moment because I just did she it. she thought you were so attractive yeah. and so funny. Four kids she came later. back. That's right. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 